Hi, this is Michael Tipper and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. Now, today I want to talk about root cause analysis. And I'm doing that because in episode 27, I identified that I was being held back by my lack of discipline. And I bemoaned the fact that I seemed to be putting things off and not completing tasks and allowing things to distract me from the things I set out to do in a day. And I really, I came to the conclusion that it was discipline. But in episode 28, the following day, I challenged myself to think, well, is that really the case? And what I did is I decided that I would become my own client. As a consultant, I help clients get to the bottom and unearth their problems, help dealing with them. So I thought, well, I'll do that for myself. And so what I realized is that there were a couple of things. First of all, I didn't need any more information because I thought I was going to go and buy a whole lot of books on discipline and work on that. I realized I didn't need more information. I need to get to the bottom of understanding what the problem actually was. So I needed to do a root cause analysis. Now, there are a number of tools that I can use in my own toolbox. There are a variety of tools available uh, across the whole range for doing root cause analysis. And there are two that I use most often. The first one is a five why analysis, simply asking the question why, coming up with an answer, then asking why, coming up with an answer. And often five levels down of asking that question can lead you to what the root cause is. And if you've got a three-year-old in the family, you'll know just how, how difficult that could be asking lots of why questions, but it's a powerful way of thinking. The other way that you can do this, and my preferred option, is using a current reality tree, which comes from the theory of constraints. Now, I choose that because it's my favorite tool. It's one I have got the most value out of myself and my clients. It's the one I'm most familiar with. But also, whilst I love the five whys for its simplicity, there is a danger of sometimes going down a single track solution. Unless you start involving something like a fishbone diagram to do the analysis, sometimes you can get down the route of a single track solution. So why I am choosing the current reality tree is because it's a broader spectrum. Now it's designed for technical systems, so I'm applying it to myself um, personally, but let me just give you an overview of what the theory of constraints is about. Now, I'm a systems engineer by background, and as a systems engineer, when I was managing the maintenance and running of the combat system of a nuclear-powered submarine, um, if there was a, if we wanted to improve the performance, essentially we made everything better. And if you take all the component parts uh, away, you clean them up and make them a little bit better, put them together, you've technically got a better system. Now, the theory of constraints takes a different approach. What the theory of constraints looks at is that in a system, there will be a single constraint that is holding back the whole system. When you clear that constraint, then what happens, you have a new system which in itself will have a new constraint. And so the principle of continuous improvement is about finding what is the most limiting constraint, releasing that, and then taking the system up to the next level. The philosophy was developed by Eliyahu Goldratt in the book called The Goal. And the premise is that the rate of goal achievement by a goal-oriented system is limited by at least one constraint. 
And the definition of a constraint is anything that prevents a system from achieving its goal. Now, the current reality tree is the tool used to identify that. So what is a current reality tree? Well, it's a series of dependent logical cause and effect relationships. It's a snapshot of a situation in a moment in time. It's not a complete analysis of a system. It doesn't need to be. But what it is, is a snapshot of the undesirable effects and the cause and effects behind them. Okay. Now, ideally, these things are done in a team. Now, I'm working on my own, so I've had to do, or I will be doing this on my own. There's a slight problem in that because I will lose any objectivity because I am working on myself. Now, I'm also choosing it to look at human behaviour, which means I will definitely lose objectivity because I need to be thoroughly and brutally honest with myself if this is going to work. So what does a current reality tree consist of? Well, a key term here is the undesirable effect. So at the very top, there is the undesirable effect. Now, I have looked at my situation, looked at my podcast episodes from before, and I believe that my undesirable effect isn't that I lack discipline. My undesirable effect is I keep putting things off. That's my undesirable effect. Now, what happens then is from that I need to identify the potential causes or what are the causes for why I keep putting things off. And you create this top-down approach. So it's developed top-down from the undesirable effect and looking at the range of potential causes for that. And there are each, you create what are called entities. Now an entity can be either a cause or a consequence or more often than not, they are both. And normally you have an undesirable effect that could be called, that is caused by entity A, which itself is caused by entity B, which itself is caused by entity C. In a simple system like that, if you sort out entity C, then it won't cause entity, entity B, which means it won't cause entity A, which means that the problem, the undesirable effect, will go away. That's the principle of doing it. Now, if there are um, multiple potential causes for an effect, then they can either have an and relationship. So entity A plus entity B plus entity C need to be in place for the effect to happen. Or they can be an or effect. So entity A cause cause the effect, or entity B could cause the effect, or entity C could cause the effect. So that's how um, they, are, uh, they are structured. So just to give you a very simple example, an undesirable effect could be that there is water on the bath flu bathroom floor occasionally, water under the sink occasionally. So the, what could be a cause of that? Well, on looking at it, it seems that the cause is because the sink overflows. Well, for the sink to overflow, the tap has to be left running, and the plug has to be left in, and the overflow has to be blocked. Now, if we have a look at the overflow being blocked, why is the overflow blocked? Well, because debris has built up. Why has debris built up? Well, because it's not being cleaned. Why is it not being cleaned? 
Well, the cleaner was sacked six weeks ago and a cleaner has not been hired. So when you look at that process, and I'll draw this out on the podcast, on the podcast blog, is that if you look down this, you'll see that, well, if you hire a cleaner, they're going to clean the sink, the debris won't build up, the overflow won't be blocked, and even if the tap is left running, the plug is left in, the water won't overflow. So that's an example of how, a very simple example of how a current reality tree can identify the causes of an undesirable effect. So that's a very simple overview of what is quite a sophisticated tool. I haven't really done it justice. Um, I'm going to be using it on myself to have a look at why I keep putting things off. And I've explained that. So I'm going to spend some time now with my black marker pen and the pink post-its and just start identifying what are the undesirable effects, what are the causes and what are the effects of that and see what I come up with. So until tomorrow.